Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome to the Penny Bloom podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today we are continuing the Mandalorian rewatch. We are going to be doing chapter 7 today and since we're a little bit late, we're going to do it better than ever. We're going to do a live commentary. We're going to be watching it, talking about it as it's happening, and if you are going to join us, we want you to pull up Disney Plus. We want you to cue the little uh, you know, scrubber back to zero. And when we say to press play later, play you'll watch it along as we speak all right and uh as a uh as usual i have with me joseph george what's up buddy tis i bling bling oh wait uh yeah what's up joe <laughs> <laughs> hey buddy yeah that's a that was a great introduction I'm, uh, I'm glad the people the people really got to know who you are there uh thank you <laughs> we also got miles buttress how you doing Doing good. Sorry, my intro isn't as good as Joseph's. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't expect it to be. Uh, frankly, uh, <laughs> that went above all expectations I could have had ever. And uh, to my right on the screen that I can see and you all cannot, I have Kyler Barnett. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Yep. Sorry, I'm also uh, not. I'm just not come bringing the heat like Joe was tonight. I mean, jo- Joe came strong with the heat. You can't, as I said, came out you, swinging. You can't accept that. You can't expect that from people. You know. Uh, but today we're talking the Mandalorian chapter seven. Uh, this, this is where, you know, it's the beginning of the end of the season. You know, the shit is ramping up to this head, you know, and we, we get the first half of this finale and I fucking love it. It's getting real. about to go down. It's about to go down. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Yeah, so we've got Chapter 7, The Reckoning, directed by Deborah Cho, written by John Favreau. Uh, so, what do you guys say we jump right into this, huh? Let's just do it. All right, so I'm jump going right to count down from three. We're going to go three, two, one, punch it, and I'm going to press play. And whenever I say punch it, I want everyone listening to press play with me. All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Let's do three, it. Three, two, one. Punch it. Alrighty, so we got a uh, previously on the Mandalorian, and uh, I like uh, the previously is obviously always give us an insight as to what's going to be relevant in the coming episode. And we get this, we get a shot of IG Eleven here, giving us a rundown through the season because we get IG's reintroduction later on, which is always exciting. Got him talking to Queel. Obviously, we get the reintroduction of Queel as well. It's a, a fun little sequence later. God, the visuals in this are just so pretty. Revisiting the client. 
Got Grief Karga, just trying to give us a rundown as to what has happened the entire season. So as to prepare us for this fucking finale, because it all comes back together here. It really does. Show us this little uh, Star Wars TV intro, I guess. Is this what you think this is what they'll do for all the shows with the little shimmering faces? Oh, yeah. yeah. I really like that, too. I was just I had just noticed that like last time I watched it and I just couldn't get over how cool it was with the music. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And obviously, uh, they don't do any humans. They do all the ones with like helmets and distinctive mm-hmm. looks. But who knows? Maybe when Obi-Wan gets his show, <laughs> throw in McGregor right there. Oh, look at the little one sleeping. Maybe they'll actually just replace all of them with you and McGregor in different poses. I love that. Gets this uh, transmission from Grief Karga. And uh, I was skeptical, not going to lie, of... Uh, Karga's true intentions here. It was very sus. This is he doesn't uh, he doesn't seem exactly forthright with his uh, proposal. You know he he was adamant on killing Mando if he didn't return the quarry, and now he's like, "Hey, I've got a deal for you. Mm. Bring the baby. I won't kill you this time." I guess. And the hands on the hip, you know, that's already just like a little sus there, and you know, the cross of the arms is he's a, he's a power move. You know, he's he's imposing his uh, his superiority. Yes, his body language is very, I'm going to kill you whenever you get here. <laughs> yeah, like, I, how do you portray that, like, what would he have had to have done with his body language for you to think, like, ah, he's totally being for real? <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything he could have done. <laughs> there isn't anything. <laughs> well, he's speaking in a very angry tone and, and like, immediate tone. He was just loose and, you know, hey, Mando, come on back, you know. Be like, oh, okay, let's do the chill. He's for real. And his, uh, his offer uh, ultimately has Mando killing the client, which uh, is bold. And at this point, we think the client is kind of the big bad. We, we still have not been introduced to Moff Gideon. Which is awesome. W- wild. Just absolutely absurd. To the villain i guess you could say or the antagonist of the show until the second to last episode and like the very end of the second to last episode yeah it's i guess a power move by disney just to show them that no matter what they do it's going to turn out great well i think you have to take into account how the show was released too for how they're going to try to um handle things with the storytelling and the villain in that regard um that's true Hang on a second. It's really loud for me. Sorry. Um, But I think with how they released it, you know, coming back each week for a new episode, I think they don't want to give away too much too early because then you got those people waiting a week, you know, and nothing to look forward to. I think if you, you know, spread it out and put that story at the end, you definitely create a definite following and, you know, you get people coming back. Absolutely. And we get this reintroduction to Cara Dune. He heads immediately to her when he says – when uh, Grief Karga tells him he needs to come back, he's like, well, I'm going to need some backup, so let me go get uh, the baddest bitch in the universe. She's really fucking on this guy. And do you think he's a uh, uh, Darth Maul? Dathomir? It, it kind it looks of looks like, like it, it, but it's Night kind Brother of different in some ways. He I think he's just like a... Bigger. Yeah, he looks like a stockier. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, yeah, I and... guess... Can happen. It could very well happen. Yeah. yeah, but I think the horns are too distinct to it for it not to be that. 
I like the style of fighting too. The uh, being connected by this like electro belt. It's awesome. And like the way you lose, the way you tap out is by disconnecting the belt. Oh, awesome. It's a kick-ass idea, and she uses it against him here. Forces him like, yo, the only way you don't die is to disconnect this thing. <laughs> oh. Mud scuffers. What a fucking terminology. Never heard that before. Mm. Hey, uh, mud scuffers. That'd be She's so job. cool. She is just so freaking cool. I mean, she's she's a rebel. She's a rebel drop trooper. Like, she, like rebels are already cool as fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. And once again, just you know, little baby Yoda just waddling along. Okay, I that. got a comment on this drink that we just see. Beautiful. That that's the, that's definitely the stuff <clears throat> they dip that guy's head in. Oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought of that. But that I guess they consume that. I guess that's good for them. Yeah, I guess that's the flagon of Spotchka the waitress was talking about a few episodes back. Just... Right here, Cara Dune's uh, talking about alluding to her past a little bit and how she's kind of on the run. What do you... She was a rebel, right? So what does she have to run from with the New Republic? Didn't she, like, abandon... Like, didn't she, like, essentially, like, desert? I suppose she could have. I think she did... My theory is that she wasn't in on the uh, whole governing side of it. Like, she was like, I'm cool with the fighting and the overthrowing, but, like, now that we're here, I don't know that the New Republic... There was a lot of... Uh, Rebels who, once the New Republic was formed, weren't exactly cool with the New yeah. Republic's governing style because it's like this is exactly what led to the Empire taking over in the first place. Yeah. And I love there at the end of that last scene how Mando's like, well, he's not a local warlord. He's Imperial. And immediately Cara Dune's whole attitude about the situation was like completely on its head, flipped on oh, its head. He was like, fucking I'm up some Imperials? In. Done deal. I'm absolutely in. Yeah. Look at the sexual tension between these two. I, <laughs> I mean, don't like, think there is, is any oh, sexual tension. Oh, there's 100% sexual tension. I can just feel it emanating from my screen. Oh, it's yeah. That. It's there. It's not. It's just that. It's just. I love Baby Yoda peeking his head through the little ceiling here. He's like, oh, <laughs> what is that? And oh, they're talking like about a snack. Sorry. And you, the, stuff like that makes me think he can understand what they're saying because. Mando was talking about how those those guys are not going to stop until the child's dead, right? Mm-hmm. And he was oh. kind of eavesdropping for that part. And then, like, as soon as that conversation was over, he kind of lifted his head up like, ooh, I'm going to sneak right out of here. That is interesting. <laughs> I guess he's heard English he got for mad. quite a while. He got mad and he got mad at them and just was just like, you know what? I'm going to crash this ship. In the middle of space. Don't know what In I'm going to crash into. I'm going to I'm going to pull this lever. But I'm a, I love that. I'm going to fuck some shit he up. He was just like. He was like, you know what? They're chilling down here. I'm going to waddle on over here, and I'm going to play with this lever. You know what? There's too much sexual tension down there. I'm going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> that's right. You know, maybe that's what he was eavesdropping on. Yeah, he's the disruptive, like, uh, stepchild. You know, <laughs> like, trying to make sure, like, her uh, old, her old parents get back together. Sure, and, uh, Except it's the opposite. Right there, yeah, she yeah, like, yeah. right there, she was like, you're going to need a babysitter. So who do they go to? Queen. Oh, I love the reintroduction. The reintroduction of Quill with his blurgs, and then here in a few moments with the reintroduction of IG-11, just wonderful. But It's one of the only people who are trusted by Mando 100%. at this point in time. I mean, there's well, not many people he trusts. I think it's just the, they're still just leaning in and throwing more and more into that storyline of Mando becoming less of a one-man band and less of a you know do-it-myself kind of guy. He's learning how to become dependent and do things as a unit. And being a unit himself. 
right here they're actually uh, discussing how they think Baby Yoda is definitely not a clone. Yeah. He's this one OG. looks evolved too ugly, meaning <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's he he looks too authentic to be a clone, which is funny when you look at Snoke. I'd argue he's too ugly, but <laughs> nothing he's... this ugly could be done on purpose. <laughs> beyond ugly. Hmm. Also, I mean, we have tons of history. I mean, Snoke, the Bad Batch. Oh yes, all of them sure. like well documented. Oh. The cloning doesn't always work. <laughs> Entering, uh, enter IG 11, and they draw at him because, well, there's never been an IG unit who's not a hunter, you know? Yeah. Right. So he walks in and he's like, yo, I'm just trying to serve you, bro. That's I love true. this whole montage here where Quill's like, I nursed him back to health. <laughs> this whole montage of. <laughs> it's like, I what's told funny him though is that, like, box IG 11 really yeah. gets a, <laughs> IG 11 really gets an arc because of this. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I would have never thought would never. happen. It's one of the better. All. It's one of the better droid arcs in all of Star Wars. I'd argue. Oh yeah, well he's a character that you know after the the episode you just expect him to never show up again. Yeah, I love how IG Eleven has like the Chewbacca like straps on the front of his chest. You know, nice kick ass. Those things are so cool looking. And I love that the uh, that uh, Quill is all about his uh, handiwork, you know, because that was really what we saw the Ugnaughts doing in like The Empire Strikes Back was all the uh, all the ship's handiwork, working on stuff just uh, mechanically around the ship. This is like what they do, and I think that's kind of awesome. And he can crawl into little tight spaces because he's so small. Exactly. And he's very useful to them. For sure. This is very like one of those. Uh... Like robotic companies, like this is their montage. Yeah. Like they're like test subjects. Boston Dynamics. Yeah. Exactly. Robot, yeah. <laughs> you literally have to teach it like it is a baby. Exactly. And like he's he's really nerd like that's what that's the vibes off this montage is that he like really cares about this droid as like his child. <laughs> I guess it would be very useful for him. No, one hundred percent. So it's not very good at grabbing those cups yet. I mean, those hands just aren't meant for that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, they're yeah. meant for uh, squeezing the triggers on blasters. It's true. There's just too much raw power behind them. <laughs> 100%. This is Iron Man. Look at how proud Oh, I think this is Iron Man before Iron Man. <laughs> well, we'll never know because it's in a galaxy that is far, very far away. Far away. Oh, but it was a long time ago, so clearly it was before Iron Man. the stare down right here that Mando and IG-11 are having. <laughs> and then he's like, T? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's also, it's funny because, like, Mando obviously, like, would obviously remember him. And IG-11 is like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Why are you so <laughs> I don't mad know at me? who the fuck <laughs> you are and what the fuck you're looking at. I'm just trying to give you some tea. I'm being a polite host. Yeah. I'm a nurse droid now. I'm reformed. Like, you want some tea or not, dude? <laughs> Man, I was really expecting, like, Quill and IG-11 to turn on them at some random point. I'm like, I'm like, wouldn't it be terrible if this <laughs> IG-11 just went, fuck, like, just went ham on all of them? Like, in the most just, crucial time. Just took just, like, Baby Yoda and ate him alive. <laughs> like Joseph wants to. I would be jealous. <laughs> 
I like this part too, where uh, Quill's explaining that uh, droids are not good or bad; they are simply imprints of those who create them. Which is very true. And like C three PO being built by a child, Anakin shows why he was so annoying, annoying, <laughs> annoying, <laughs> anxious, just kind of looking to get somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, C three PO risked his own life. And is Chop. a Sith Lord. No. <laughs> hey, he does know Sith, so I mean... He does know Sith. How can we really be sure? I like how Quill's like, the, the Blurks will come with me. I have spoken. <laughs> I love, I I like love Quill's attachments to the to Yeah, the it's so funny that he has like a finishing quote, like, you know, Mandalorian, <laughs> this is the way, and then Quill's just like, I have spoken. I have spoken. Like, he's just as noble and mighty to have his own catchphrase like that. <laughs> What do you think they did, like, making up that phrase? Do you think it was just like, you know, we got to give him something very powerful and, and very, like, ending the conversation? And one guy was like, oh, this what is if he just says that here. he just talked? We got Mando and Kara doing their uh, arm wrestling. You can see Baby Yoda worried as fuck. His he eyes are. that hand out, and he's like, nope. He's like, the fuck is this bitch doing? Why does it look like she's about to, like, oh, Mando goes, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. She goes, that's not okay. <laughs> do you think afterwards she said, all right, do it again? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, no, no, this is Star Wars. I love the perplexing look on, like, Baby Yoda's face as he's doing it. Yeah, it's like he's about to cry, but he's also like angry. Smolder, he's like, got he's on. angry. Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you're hurting my guy. Yeah. My dad. Don't yeah. hurt my dad. Kara's questioning Quill's loyalties here, you know? She's like, yo, so you were in the Empire, so what What the fuck we know about you? He's like, I was sold to the Empire in indentured servitude. It's true. Not much you can do about that, you know? No, no, not at all. It's, it'd be a really crappy situation. Yeah, so, you know, Quill was like, I got out the Empire with nothing but my hands, bro. I'm going to show you what's up, and I'm going to build this pod, all right? That's a badass thing to say, for one. Okay, I take it back. The sexual tension is definitely between Creel and Cara Dune. Definitely. definitely oh, 100%. They have, that, they have that rapport where it's like, it's like I'm angry at you, but you know. You but know. like, goddamn, I just want to, mmm. Cara, <laughs> pick me up and put me against a wall. Actually, I think it's between Baby Yoda and Cara Dune. No, that's just weird. No, I mean he choked her out. Like, listen, hey man, who hey, are man, we? To, who are we to speculate on his preferences? That also, was... he is fifty. This is true. I don't want to hear none about how he's fifty, bro. That kid is a baby. <laughs> I like IG Eleven coming up here. He's like, "Yo, I prepared a second meal. <laughs> Would you like to eat?" <laughs> he's so like a little nice. gra- he's like a grandma. Yeah, he's so Savvy. nice. Savvy. Man- Mando's just like, no, get out. Like- no, please get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and Kara's like, yo, you've you've really got issues here, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, it's just a droid. Like, like Quill told you he reprogrammed hey, him, bro. He's just never underestimating a droid. Like, what's wrong with that? The Rise of Skywalker quote right there. Never underestimate a droid. Yes, master. 
<laughs> Razor Crest is such a cool ship. I'd take it. It just really has this earth, like down to earth vibe about it, while also looking and being so badass. Oh, and also, do you notice you. Grief Karga still has the bullet hole in his uh, uniform? Or his I clothes? did not notice that. Do you see it made a yin yang symbol? What? What? Yeah, it made a yin yang symbol. He had a oh, not that bullet hole. Sorry, it's a different. It's like a little clip across his chest. It's a yin yang symbol because hmm. George Lucas was very much about the yin yang. It's just great uh, that they all come just strolling out on these. They all just things. stroll out on the blurgs, man. I love Bro, it. I, I would be intimidated. Like oh, Grief Cargo's like, you brought security. <laughs> Look at that pod, dude. Oh my gosh. So Pim. Quill it's built old. that with nothing built that with his hands. It's like literally like his hands my ride. It's literally cut my ride for baby Yoda. Dang. <laughs> and he made it float. He really did. I love uh, I like Karga. I like Grief Karga's character a lot. Oh yeah, his voice is just like, oh honey, yeah. Ooh. And I love how he's like, "Yo, Kara's got to hang back." Okay, she's a rebel <laughs> shock trooper. Imperials have oc- occupied the city. This that's not going to go well. And he's he's like, "Okay, she can come, but she's got to cover up that fucking tattoo." <laughs> I, I noticed it. I noticed she was a rebel, and I'm. I'm nothing. I'm not the. Imp- I'm not. I'm not the empire. I'm nothing. I mean, he runs. He, he's a. I'm assuming he's pretty high up in the uh, bounty hunters guild. I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know what his job is necessarily. Okay. Hey. So, I guess we finally figured out how Baby Yoda's pod like moves now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, with uh, that remote on his, on his little Apple Watch. <laughs> Look Apple at Watch. him, reaching for his gun immediately as soon as they go up to Baby Yoda. What a precious little creature. I love Cargo. Sprinkled little head. I love it. He's like, I can see why you didn't hurt him. He's cute. Is that the pirate race? That was like all in the Clone Wars all the time? The episode yes. uh, TV oh. series? Yeah, the Nick Twos, I think is what those what that guy is called. They're pretty resourceful, those guys are. Yeah, indeed. I love. Uh, look at the terrain here. This is a lava planet. I worry about the blurgs. I don't want them their feet to burn. Oh, those poor little guys. It's, it's, really de- it's yeah. It's not like water. Stepping in water is uh, it's death if you step in there. <laughs> oh, well, I've never seen that. I've never paid close enough attention to see what that thing, and it was just really prominent in the foreground. Yeah, yeah. Can we go back to that for just a second. No, we cannot. Dang. You cannot rewind during a live commentary. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just was going to say that I felt like the motion was very claymation-y. It looked very claymation oh, I could see that. And it, it's kind of weird to think about how many different, like, practical meshed with, you know, VFX. They have used, yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but the, it just had that – the motion just had that look about that it. That vibe to it, I guess. Yeah. Man. Mando's gauntlet. Like his, or I guess his arm armor, mm-hmm. wrist armor, I should say, it reminds me of like a, the thing that you could buy for Yu Gi Oh. I was and like, oh, yeah. say that <laughs> Dude, that little blue arrow at the end, just oh, it looks exactly like the Yu Gi Oh thing. I don't, I couldn't tell you what it's called. I remember when this episode aired; it was two days before the Rise of Skywalker was going to come out, and that's very important because of what's about to happen here in a couple yes, seconds. Yes, that is very true. 
because this was this was the first on screen example of forced he- healing here in a couple minutes. Which what and, a way to introduce it to everybody, like the whole fan base. I know because you know the fan base is watching the Mandalorian when it oh, comes yeah. out. So the people who are going to see the rise of Sky- Skywalker on opening night definitely watched the Mandalorian, probably. You know, right? I know so I did. Like, so now there's precedent for what they were going to see. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that diligence. Like they knew they were going to have to put this episode out before that movie hit. I think. Here come the freaking. Don't know what to call them. Pterodactyls. Uh, yeah, pterodactyls, well, bro. That's what the. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's I what mean, we would call okay. them. What, yeah. You see him? He shut the he shut the pod on his own there. I yeah. love that because Baby Yoda here in a little bit here in the next season we've seen in the preview shuts it on his own. Mm-hmm. And so this is so medicine. horrifying. Like this he is says, like, a scary I, I'm moment. In Star oh, I love how how protective Quill is of that uh of the blurg. He's like, no, let her go, man. Drop oh, her now. Good. Those things have to be pretty Real strong has a rough to go fly that. Episodes. Yeah. What a fight, man. Or I guess this episode. Yeah, this is a, this is a exciting scene. It reminds me of a, just like the lighting and stuff. It reminds me of the noir style that, uh, so or monochromatic style that Solo seemed to be mm. shot in. Yes, I really see that. Yeah, it's it, that low lighting just kind of creating a mood of oh fuck. Yeah, like we're in trouble. And I like how they immediately check on him. They're like, "Yes, we got to make sure he's okay. He's cool." This is how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love Grief Cargo, man. He's just so dramatic about everything. I mean, that that would suck to happen. Oh no! Don't get me wrong, but like in this moment, to think to say something like, "Ah, so this is how it happens," <laughs> <laughs> instead of like, "Ah, fucking a," like <laughs> so Shakespearean, and it's like, I think when you're dying, that like you don't really care. Oh no, not at all. Baby Yoda making his way over. He's like, I can do something about this. I don't know how I know it. But I know I can. Well, what you don't know is uh, Baby Yoda and Ray are actually a Force dyad. That's why Baby Yoda knows how to do it. And Baby Yoda now <laughs> has from the future. Baby Yoda might have like... space aids now because he's, he's touching trying the blood. to eat me. I know the way he like puts his hand right in it. I feel like that would almost hurt. Like he just kind of went and put his hand right in it. Well, I he's mean, gonna, he's gonna close that wound in a second anyway. He's just yeah. he's gonna be fine in a sec. Look at that. And he's like, all right, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> Yeah, I sleepy. Good night. And <laughs> don't. And the little plop down. <laughs> Just adorable. He, he, he does it multiple and times. And everyone, never get old. everyone looking around like, yo, what the fuck just happened? What did we just witness? This tiny little thing just touched him and his wound shut. This man was facing certain death. <laughs> And now I mean, he's just walking. I mean, heck, I'd be down if it saved my life. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now he's down to ride, you know? I heard a theory that uh, there's some sort of, like, positive vibes of the vor- of the Force that follow Baby Yoda around. And anytime he uses the Force near somebody or is, like, in the general vicinity of them, their uh, 
capacity for good increases. Really? So that's, so that's why Grief Karga here is like after he's been healed by Baby Yoda. I mean, also you can make the argument like he just saved his life. I I owe him. Yeah. This is I, th- I think that's what it is. But I did hear that theory. <laughs> and I appreciate Karga. That showed Karga's got a little badassery in him, you know? Mm-hmm. The quick draw, turnaround. The carefulness to like paint like paint those corners and like not hit Kara or Mando and kill his two targets is like nuts to me. Like what a gutsy shot. Yeah, he's he's a talented guy. Clearly. I'm sorry if I get a little too enthralled with the episode. I uh, <laughs> I, know, very I love it so much. Oh, I love the like the Mando theme coming on right there. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You can it sample that for free. So much respect <laughs> for whatever he said. It just like amplifies it in such a noble way. Yeah, you're right. I love it. No, that would make him suspicious. <laughs> Everything's just so. Let's just. Bust up a plan out of nowhere. I, I love it. I love We're it. We're so going much. up against major firepower. Let's just not think about this plan at all and just kind of make I'm it. I'm pretty sure Karga's under the impression that the uh, client is the only one they're going to be facing, and he only runs with a, a firing squad of max four. Oh, that is true. So he he does not know what they're about to walk into when Moff Gideon shows up and all those stormtroopers. Whenever they do yeah. walk in, I thought like he says or like. Somebody says, like, I thought you said there were only four. Yeah. Something like that. And he's not expecting a whole, like, imperial armory. Even battalion, yeah. <laughs> What's cool about this, but did you guys see this in the making of documentary? Oh, we'll get to it whenever it pops up, but it's it's interesting. I'll get to it later. Baby Yoda watching the pod shut and watching Mando walk away, potentially, for the last time. That's my home that he's taken with him. <laughs> My little... my yeah, I was I was trying to sleep in there. <laughs> Man, look at I'm just chilling. This was a this wasn't a bad idea here. To they pull look like, such like they're prisoners. Bags, the stormtroopers. Those oh, helmets in specific. They're smug as fuck. <laughs> I don't know something about those helmets. Like the two dudes at the front are wearing just makes me immediately hate them. Yeah, they're the scout troopers. They're not even stormtroopers. I wonder what the highest level of trooper is. I haven't looked at, like, the rankings. Hmm. I wonder if it's, like, if you get promoted from a stormtrooper, you become, like, a, you know, like a... A Sith Lord. (laughs) You are Palpatine's next apprentice! Actually, just Darth Vader. (laughs) Darth Vader's the highest level. Maybe. The the max promotion, you just get his suit. Ooh. So they get past here, they make it into the city. And I wasn't too worried about their interaction with a, a random scout trooper, to be honest. There are more than four troopers. <laughs> Car's like you know, we got we got to get this man a gun, bro. <laughs> we don't stand a chance if this man ain't fighting with us, G. <laughs> and Karga's Karga's really holding it down. He's like, not yet. He's got faith in his plan. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. 
Look at Creel just riding along with Baby Yoda in hand. Just Poor so Creel. determined. Little does he know he doesn't make it out. Oh, they really should have just—they should have just given him more time. I don't yeah, know. I, for real, I think his character was supposed to die off earlier. Like, kind of yeah. like Poe po Dameron was supposed to die off earlier, but he was just such a likable character that they just kind of kept him in. I just—I kind of just. I, kinda, just uh, the baby. <laughs> I think I like him more than I like Poe. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, man. Oscar Isaac's cute as fuck. <laughs> he do got that hair. I mean, fair, but has he spoken? Can't say that he has. <laughs> I cannot say that he has. <laughs> I love Werner Herzog, dude. Can I offer you a light base? You guys, uh, you guys watched Rick and Morty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You remember his voice popping up in that? Uh... Shrimply pebbles. <laughs> oh my god, that's the guy, him? The guy who needs a heart replacement and they're going to use Jerry's dick. Oh my god, that's <laughs> oh my him? God. That makes yeah. me take him way less seriously. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> what it. a cast, man. Let's get the heart, heart the dick guy. <laughs> Well, he's also a pretty renowned filmmaker. No, I'm not going to try no, and sell he's, Werner he's the hard story. dick guy. <laughs> I like this question here. He's like, "Is the, has has it truly improved since the Empire went down? Is it more peaceful? Do we truly have the prosperity that was promised post-Empire? It is a good question. Very well, almost. It's the, question, it's the question that happens after any revolution, and like, oh, yeah. it's like, was it was it worth it? Did we do the right thing? It's just everyone thinking they're right. Like, the empire never existed. Like, everything just wouldn't have happened. The movie wouldn't have been as interesting at all, or any oh, of it. at all, at all. Slipping up, slipping off the cuffs. He's ready. It's time to fight. Oh, give yeah. me a blaster. You get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Yo. Yo. I love the holographic technology here. And here's our introduction to Moff Gideon. Man, after so long. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden we're like, oh shit. And he looks bad fucking ass. He's got a cape. That cape is pimp. Oh, oh yeah. man! Yo, he got burnt through, straight through his <laughs> chest, straight through his chest. You saw the hole that it yeah. created through him. Baby Yoda can't heal that one. No, no, that man gone. He just turns really? off the hologram. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> have you guys Have you guys watched The Boys? Dude, I have not no. yet. I really want to. Please do not spoil okay. anything for me. Well, I was just gonna say he's in The Boys, and that doesn't really spoil anything. And he John Corlo a... Esposito. Yes, he has a great character. Dude, he's so good in everything he's in. Because no, he's a very him. much similar of he's just like a dick. And well, he's great the, at it. He cl- he plays that dude where he's just maniacal and mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Just he knows what he's doing in that's all in so, all roles. Literally that's the exact character. Is it just me or are those black stormtroopers like the like super tricked out helmets, like the really cool, like stealth looking ones? Is mm-hmm. it just me or are those the first time you've ever actually been like afraid or intimidated by a stormtrooper? 
Yeah, well, I think that's uh, as we were talking about earlier. I think that's like the promotion of Stormtrooper. I think that's their yeah, like, like you become version. the badass. Yeah, it's like no. you guys can be painted painted in you black. You miss your shots just like everyone else, but look at the <laughs> list as you do it. So all of the uh, stormtroopers that have showed up there are from a fan group called the Five O First Battalion. That's awesome. That uh, that all do cosplay as stormtroopers at different Star Wars events, and Dave Filoni hit hit them up and was like, "Yo, come out." We've got we've got something for you. We want to show you something. They did not know what they were getting into, and then they showed up and they were like, "Yo, you're going to be in the first live action Star Wars movie of all t- or first live action Star Wars show of all time." Like, That's insane. Can you imagine being lifelong Star Wars fan who has dedicated a, a portion of their life to the to upkeeping this costume and going to events and doing these sorts of things, and then you get the privilege of being in the show. Also, can we just talk about what, like, what type of Tie Fighter? I have never seen a Tie Fighter land like that. Well, it's, it's just so badass. We never. The technology wasn't good enough to like animate a Tie Fighter. Land. I mean, fair, but that's still like yeah, that's a cool. Is still fighter. so fucking cool. Also, once so again, cool. they really should have just waited to start this whole plan like by a good like two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and you know they'd be they'd be good to go. <laughs> Unless Moff Gideon knew where they were. Yeah, maybe this whole time, somehow we get this this emergence of Moff Gideon. First time we've ever seen this guy in the flesh. Breaking Bad. Gust. I got the pop figure of this guy. Super pimp. Pollo chickens. <laughs> That's all I can think of whenever I see him. Pollo hermanos or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Boy, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I love his smugness and like how you have I, an oh, idea yeah. of what you are in possession of, but you do okay. not. I know more than you. I'm smarter than you. My dad I, could be your dad. You know, <laughs> my dad is a lawyer. <laughs> this is exactly the guy he plays in everything. He's like, in a yeah. few moments, exactly what you think is safe right now will be mine. Yeah. Mm. I will have it. And he's trying to get a hold of Quill, and in a moment, it's ah, he's so close. He's so close yet so far away. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. What a fucking villain, dude. It dude, they pick him up like a football. Like a football. It more to me than you will ever know. No. Mm. R.I.P. in peace, Quill. That just absolutely crushes you. He is farting so much gas out right now. Dude. Oh, never mind. Dude, Sorry. that's Quill. Rest That's Queel. And we get credits. Man, what a great fucking episode, guys. Uh fantastic. So, where does uh where does this uh rank for you so far in the in the episodes we've seen? The first seven. Oh, I think three. I think it's three for me. Third yeah, out of three. I would agree it's definitely middle of the pack for me just because it's like it's so interesting, but like you don't get anything that exciting, and all of the things that you want are in the next episode. So you're like, it takes, yeah, these these last two are really a, a really two part. Like, this is the setup. This is the like, you know, Wade Davis before Holland comes in, <laughs> like 2015 Royals type stuff. Like this yeah, is you're your, absolutely right. This is that your is setup. crazy. That a setup episode is my third my third yeah. favorite. 
Which is well, insane. I think it's because it's a testament to like what we get in this episode in terms of introductions. Like you get oh, hidden. we get the we get the team back together here, and like as far as we've seen in those trailers for season two, we've seen so far, like this is going to be the team that's together for the foreseeable future. Like they are going to be rolling together for a while, and uh, we get the introduction to Moff Gideon. So that's yeah. all really, really fucking exciting. Also, it just like it takes everything. It's like all right, you thought you knew what was going on and what would happen. No, you didn't. Kind of like Moff Gideon said, he's like, you thought you know what's happening, but you don't. You thought you had, you thought you had it. You thought you were facing the client. You didn't know there was some larger power at play. You know, yeah. I mean, like they had a suspicion. They thought, that, like Kara even said it in a in a ride earlier. She was like, "There's something bigger going on here. Like it's not just this." You know, and they've stumbled onto Moff Gideon, and who knows what he's up to. You thought you he's had a plan, there. but no, I I knew your plan all along. <laughs> God. I love I love a good out out thinking you villain, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and you said it during like when, during his introduction where you said like he plays this character in every single like thing he's done where he's just like I'm out thinking every move that you've ever thought of and I'm just I'm just better than you. He's playing chess. And that's that's exactly who he is in the boys and the watching the boys, I love his character because of this character. <laughs> Dude, I just so excited to watch that finale with you guys next week and uh you guys got anything else to say on this episode i really this is really just the last tidbit but i really love the artwork that they put in at the credits like it's i cannot wait for that art of the mandalorian book that'll come out later this year because it's all the the concept art and stories behind it the attention to detail and like all the different textures and the way it makes it have this feeling of like I don't know, level like layers is just <clears throat> ridiculous. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I like and have you seen the concept art for the original Star Wars from uh, Ralph McQuarrie? No. It's it's you can tell that the concept art from for this is like heavily, heavily influenced by that. And obviously, if you're making a Star Wars anything, the the best place to look for inspiration is that first Star Wars movie. So I, lo- uh, I like the homages there, you know, the the clear influence. Uh, I see the concept art, and it is awesome. Beautiful, just absolutely awesome, especially the stuff of R two D two and C three PO for me. I love I love the way the uh, that Ralph McQuarrie drew those drew those characters. Well, guys, this was wonderful. Next week we will be doing a live commentary of Chapter Eight, the finale of Season One, and then we will be into Season Two. On October 30th, I am so excited. With me, I had Joseph George. Thanks for joining me, bud. Bling, bling, boy. Bling, bling, boy. Uh, Miles Buttress, thank you for thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course, buddy. And uh, Kyler Barnett, thank you. Yes, sir. We'll be back at it. Yes, we will. I'll see you guys next week. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.